Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. <laughs> exactly. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and we are live. Uh, CJ and excited to be uh, joining with Gus Demos for another edition of Cuss with Gus. Yes, it is Friday. It's a day late. You know, I, I kind of like Friday afternoons because Gus, but if we move this a little bit later in the day, it captures my happy hour time. And yet after the show, you'll be, you you know, you'll be ready to, to hit it as well. Right. I mean, well, e- even during the show, most of the time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. If, if we weren't rolling out, rolling out yeah, new products and if I wasn't on my, my health cleanse this month to try to get the cholesterol back to normal, then Yes, I, there's a good chance Friday around this time I would I, I would definitely be at least three three or four drinks then. There, there you uh, go. There's nothing dude, there's I, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, dude. So not to uh, not to go that direction right away, but yeah, haven't had a. I think I've had like one one fucking bourbon in like 23 days, uh, and it was to celebrate the when I sent you and V the voicemail about not having HIV for my doctor. Uh, <laughs> I love that voicemail. <laughs> Isn't it the greatest fucking voicemail ever? I'm gonna, start, awesome. I'm gonna start fucking playing that on first dates. Like, honey, before you look at the fucking appetizer, you should listen to this. Or, yes. Yeah. And the, the doctor was so funny. He's like, Mr. Demos, this is uh, Dr. Moy. Uh, your HIV test came back negative. Uh, let me repeat. You do not have HIV. Let me repeat. You do not have HIV. Have a good weekend. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and I listened to it. I was, I was like at the gym. I was, you know, and then I listened to that. I'm like, all right, fuck. All right. I, I mean, I got to have one bourbon to celebrate. Uh, yeah, that could almost be like a disclaimer, right? Before you go through, hey, let me play you this disclaimer real quick. I, I do, yeah, yeah. In the back of my mind, it's always like the the cancer and HIV thing that have me worried. Uh, everything else, I think I got like you know toughen through or whatever. But the the cancer and HIV thing have always terrified me. Um, but yeah, these, so in twenty three days, uh, one bourbon, and I've been eating almost like perfectly and exercising my balls off. So I'm dude, I'm down like 17 pounds and that's and, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And the, the key, I, I think I want to get it to like keep this up for another like two, three weeks, four weeks, and then try to get back to being kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to go back to utter hedonism for six months, but yes, going out once or twice a week is pretty fun. I mean, I, I do enjoy that See, quite and that, quite a bit. You know, that's a hard cut. That's a hard cut to to make as far as like I'm not sure how long that you've been not like, you know, as far as healthy, eating healthy. 20, 20, 23 days. Like, to- dude, I haven't, I haven't went to a bar, haven't went on a date, Whoa. haven't had a cocktail. Like I, I haven't even had any poontang. Like it's been like, <laughs> it's been rocky. Yeah. It's like Rocky Balboa type training. Like it's been exercise, vegetables, sobriety, every like per, but it's worked. I mean, so I, I feel fucking great. I feel energetic. I, you know, I, I feel wonderful. So yeah. If I didn't know any better, I'd be thinking you're trying to get like into priesthood or something, or trying. No, to get- no, quite. It's quite the contrary. I, I again, I, I hadn't been to the doctor in like five years, so it was uh, I procrastinated it almost because again, it, part of it I think is fear of not wanting to know if something's wrong. But 
when when the doctor is like, dude, you know, again, he he got to come to Jesus with me, and he's like, yeah, you lift weights and you're in good shape, but he's like, your cholesterol is like double what it should be, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, it's the, the the truth is, I've been I've been I've had a good time the last six months, and I I do have a OCD type personality and addictive personality in in one direction or the other, and so if I break from like a, a productive healthy routine and I go down the rabbit hole of you know chasing women and getting drunk all the time then it, it could spiral before you know it like you blink your eyes and you've been doing it for four months like yeah um and it's don't get me wrong I I really enjoy doing it <laughs> but, <laughs> but you you feel you feel like shit I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to uh be on the phone with clients for 10 hours a day and run five miles if you're hungover um so yeah I but that being said uh, the, I am a big fan of moderation. So yes, this treat, I'm treating this as like a four week or cleanse or whatever. And then I'll tone it back to, okay, I, I need a few cocktails here. It, it is Friday happy hour. I could, I could have a few bourbons. Those are huge uh, adjustments. My, my adjustments would look more like this Gus. that, you know what? I'm going to pour a little bit less of Coke in my Jack. Um, maybe, maybe <laughs> Jack and no Coke at all. Uh, if I go for wings, I'm going to have the wings. And maybe not the French fries with cheese, just the French fries. <laughs> Dude, I, that's a hard cut, bro. That's bro, awesome, amigo. I my my greatest my greatest. I, I'm not I'm not an alcoholic, but I am a binge drinker, like knowingly. So my my issue is that some dudes have a gift of being able to have like one cocktail a night, like a bourbon before bed or after work, whatever, and call it a day. I unfortunately don't have that gift. My, mm. my, my tendency is to put down eight to 10 per sitting. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, I have one or two and I'm feeling good and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could probably, I could probably put the, and I'll just keep, and before I know it, I've had, you know, 10 cocktails and it's a Tuesday. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't have to drink every day, but when I do crack open, you know, and have, have a, a, a bourbon or a bloody or whatever, it could, I could I could fucking keep going domino effect uh pr pretty rapidly. Yeah, you're shifting out from the uh work hard, play hard, not feel so well to the work hard, play hard and still feel good about it. So yes, that's, that's good. That's that, good. That's 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 what I that's where I want to get to. I want to get to a place where, you know, all right, I, I I'm gonna treat myself once or twice a week to all right and, and control it. Just like you said, have have three, four cocktails and call it a day. Um well, and again, uh, I, 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 I'm not married with kids, so there's no one supervising my juvenile behavior. Uh, I could, there's, well. <laughs> there's, there, there's no one to tell me to, dude, you're, you're blacked out drunk trying to go streaking on a Thursday. What are you doing? Like, so yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have no one, uh, no influential, uh, responsibilities outside of business. Um, which again, it's not making excuses, but it's. It doesn't. It doesn't help matters much. Well, it's perfect timing for the clarity because it, it sounds like uh, perpetual assets yourself and Will are uh, jumping into some some new services, some new offerings for your clients. So I think that's that's awesome. You, I know last week we talked about you want to give an update. Yeah, yeah, we're we're there. Uh, we're gonna we're offering it to uh, people who have we're we're gonna be rolling out and providing providing crypto to people. Uh, the big. Uh, starting off with the big three, uh, BTC, LTC, and, and Ethereum. Uh, we're starting off to clients, LLC IRA clients who've been hot on our tails uh, requesting it uh, that haven't been, that have had struggles uh, logging on and creating an exchange account. 
Um, so we, the, we're good to go. We're green light. We're executing transactions, but we want to do it on a really small scale. Uh, it is a total shit show uh, getting up to speed on uh, AML, uh, FinCEN regulation, AML uh, regulation, know your customer regulation, uh, being compliant, uh, all, all of it. Uh, but you have to fucking do it. The, the bottom line is you if you are a U.S. company, you, you don't you, you have to play by U.S. rules if you are a U.S. company. Um, so it was, a, it was a strenuous fucking process, um, to, to get through it all, but we did. And there, there are still shit we're, we're trying to work through, you know, contractually and making sure you're, you're compliant. Uh, the, the issue is everything's changing so quickly. It's hard to, it doesn't even matter if you go to New York or San Francisco, it's hard to find great lawyers and accountants and people who are you know, completely experts in the compliant aspect of the space. Um, and if the last five years has taught us everything, the, U, the, the U.S. government loves entrapment. Uh, they love sending in agents and moles to make it seem like you're selling cryptos to bin Laden. Uh, they, are, they are really big on that. <laughs> All these people, the majority of these people who have been pinched uh, or busted, uh, and being, you know, as money launderers or whatever, it's a government agent. He'll come in there and he'll, they'll conduct a future. So we've always held a firm, firm, uh, position that we, we treat every fucking phone call like it's a government agent, every person on like they're a government agent, because you have to be that way. Uh, the, the last thing you want to do is, you know, give, uh, give them a green light for a SWAT team to kick your fucking door down. Uh, so better to be safe than sorry. You can't fuck with these people. They have a monopoly on force. Um, so a, a lot of it has been an uphill struggle trying to to make sure all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted, et cetera. Compliance, compliance, compliance. Yeah. So like, for example, if you know someone has their IRA existing, self-directed IRA with you currently with perpetual assets, if they use some of those funds to purchase crypto, is that treated like a, a withdrawal or, or no, 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 that's, that's, that's just the, the LLC, the, the LLC, our, our advantage to doing this is we're, we already know where the funds are coming from and we already know the clients. So where, where a lot of these other people have had struggles the last five years is they're taking strangers off the streets. You have no fucking idea who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about them. We are dealing with retirement accounts. The the capital, the money, is already in the system. The U.S. government knows exactly where it is and exactly where it came from. We're not. Uh, Bin Laden doesn't have a fucking IRA. Uh, like so. Well, it's true. They can't play that. But they can't play that bullshit game with us. Like, hey, I'm Jimmy, and I'm trying to hide a million dollars. No, you're not fucking Jimmy. We did your retirement account. We know. I mean, so uh, retirement accounts in the U.S. are all on grid. You're, there's there's no money laundering taking fucking place, um, so they, so they, it, it's harder for them to make that claim. So even with the know your customer laws, the KYC shit and the anti money laundering shit, we have all of the client data up front already. We created the LLC, so we generated the EIN. Uh, we registered the state. We ha we handled the, the IRS. Uh, we know the client's social security number. We, we we have everything on the client from the retirement account. The money is totally on grid and above board. So the, the, the government, it's a lot harder for the government to 
try to pull any shit or make an argument with this is for fucking nefarious reasons. No, it's not. It's fucking, I mean, it's, it's an IRA. It's, it's on grid capital. You're aware of it. There's a valuation, there's an administrator, there's a trustee. So that's, that's the benefit of it. So we were, we had enough, we have enough client data on the front end to make the process uh, a lot easier. So the, the disconnect, it was a twofold thing. Uh, the, the, our, we were handing off clients after they signed up for the LLC IRA, we were handing the clients off and saying, okay, go, go, sign up, go, sign, go set up an exchange account. Now you can pick whatever exchange you want. It's completely voluntary. Uh, it's up to you, which exchange you choose for the LLC. The problem was that threefold, actually the compliance constantly changing. So the, all the, um, know your customer shit that we already went through with the client and already had all the data, the client had to start over with the exchange. So the exchange is treating the client as a fucking stranger and doesn't have any other data. So they have to go through the verification process again. Number two, the rush to cryptos the last 18 months has been ridiculous. So there's a, there's massive bottlenecks at these exchanges, uh, too many new users trying to, to sign up at once. Uh, and, and, and number three is the, they ramp up the capital. So, uh, retirement accounts typically aren't hundred dollar transactions or thousand dollar transactions. They might be 10 grand or 50 grand or a quarter mil. So a lot of these exchanges make you earn your way up to that. Like you have to, yeah, you will, your account is open. You could buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin and clients like what? Like, so those three things were deterring clients from the ability in, in an expedited nature, in a timely manner to actually execute the trade. So that, that's what galvanized us to do it. And yeah, obviously it's fucking profitable too. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And before, because I had another question as we were going through that, but I want to save that because what was, so what's the, the timeline for your, your clients? You have like a, oh, a it's almost, a, it's almost a 48 hour turnaround. So the client, the client wires us the money. Uh, then we can, uh, that takes that same business day. Um, wire comes in and then once the client fills out the uh the onboarding form the user agreement wires us the capital uh and then the next day with a trader on the phone or will or me on the phone we execute the trade live with the client on the phone the client has the crypto the next fucking day so wire wire day one a trade and lock in day two sent to client day three it's literally and the amount is almost irrelevant within reason uh so it's a really fast turnaround. Um, the th that's what the clients have been asking for. So that's that we hence the us pushing a fucking boulder up a hill to get all these uh, tiered up to to have this this ability to to be able to do all this shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the main obstacle, like like most businesses, is is the fucking regulation. All, all the all the compliance, all the licensing, all this, all this. It's like oh, all right, all right, all right. Um, but again, it was so be it. What what I mean, you, you again, if you want to do business in the US, you have to play by their fucking rules. It's, it's just that fucking simple. Yeah, which brings me the question I was thinking of is that, you know, here recently in the crypto space, we've been watching a lot of either compliance, regulations, this and that. And there's, you know, two camps, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we don't want them to comply. We want them because, you know, the, the why cryptos were created. But then the other schools, hey, listen, we we have to do this because of of the regs and when you think of, of crypto yeah. have you have you ever seen the uh the banking on bitcoin yeah, absolutely uh, uh -huh. so yeah even during like that the early days of fincen and the new york financial crimes unit you had like the Winkelhaus fucking boys right. uh pu pushing for compliance and regulation and then you had the libertarian saying fuck that 
Um, see, I, I, and, and it's easy to understand why the Winkelhouses have the Facebook money and they have old fucking money. So in their mind, the more capital it takes to get to, to set up an exchange or whatever, the, the, the easier they could drive out the startups and the, the ones that don't have their deep pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, if, if, if I'm one of them from a strategical standpoint, they're, those guys, the old money guys, are probably like, yeah, if we make enough uh, regulation, if we make enough capital requirements, we could push the little guys out and we could monopolize this bitch, at least in the short term. And the little guys are all like, fuck this bullshit. Like, why is there so much regulation? It's how, how do you want me to, you know, for this or a startup, I have to legal fees and blah, 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 blah. So I, my, can't, my theory on it is uh, that it doesn't matter what I want. It matter. I have to acknowledge reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, and for, I would always prefer the, uh, the libertarian wild, wild west. Uh, you know, but it, it, that's not where we are in 2018. In 2018, it's they want fucking mine and Will's DNA samples. Mm-hmm, uh, right. You know, so it's do, do I wish it was a different way, more laissez-faire? A fucking course I do. Is it? No. Uh, and I, 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 we have to, we have to abide by them. The, we, now the exchanges won't even let you on unless you're totally compliant with all with all the the rules. It, it's just that simple. So if you want to set up an institutional account. Uh, doesn't matter which exchange you're going to domestically, it's you, you have to be compliant as fuck and, and you have to get the licensing and KYC shit and AML, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the issue, and I've known this for a while, uh, but it's not until I dove in where they, where the government is all over your ass. It doesn't matter if you're a business or an individual is, and this is what actually, I think they've actually changed this last year is fiat to crypto and crypto to fiat. When you go currency to digital currency or digital currency to what uh, currency, that's where they're all over your ass because they want to know your buy price and your sell price. They, they, they do they? They want their they want their uh, pound of flesh, as uh, mm-hmm. Shakespeare, as Shakespeare said. Um, so I, I, you know they 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 sell it as money laundering. From my standpoint, no, they just want to make sure they get tax the shit out of it or confiscated exactly. or or whatever. Uh, so that, that, that money laundering is a great sales pitch. Like, yeah, everyone, uh, everyone is a uh, Pablo Escobar, dude. Like, <laughs> like, uh, no, it's, it's about taxation. Um, yeah. so I, I know why they're doing it and I, I love how they're selling it. It just, it's, it's laughable to, if you acknowledge what's really the fucking going on, uh, where it's gotten interesting is they've tried to change it. Um, and we won't be dealing in this. So it doesn't affect me really. But they're they're trying to change it to acknowledge taxes from crypto to crypto too, and that's where they're going to have a lot of problems monitoring and enforcing and all of that. That's very difficult because after you get into the crypto space, you could go to uh, offshore foreign exchanges for crypto to crypto. Again, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. difficult the di- <laughs> the difficulty is in fiat to crypto and crypto to fiat. That's when you have to involve U.S. banks and wires and ACHs and all that shit. Once you get into to crypto, crypto to crypto, people go to fucking you know ex- exchange out of fucking wherever in, in the world. Uh, so the the government's gonna have a hard time. And I th- but I think they're trying. They're trying to say you have to recognize. They're again. That's that's another thing. Go, try shopping for a crypto tax attorney. It's a fucking nightmare. Because uh, <laughs> the, the regulations are constantly fucking changing, and that's the problem. It's um, it's not. The danger is for a lot of people in the space is 
they might have the best intentions and that it, it, the, 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 the government is trying to might change the rule before someone could be sitting could be going trading cryptos the last two years and the government issues a new thing and i mean how's the person supposed to know that like the, the is a is a public service announcement made like it's like the the onus falls on you to constant constantly stay abreast of the 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 changes uh so yeah it's it's fucking it's it's crazy dude but uh, again it's it's the juice is worth the squeeze. We're we're up and running and we're we're good to go. So right. yep. we're, we're awesome. excited about it. That's that's yeah. great stuff. Yeah, and you know there's there's enough players out there. Whether it's an exchange, uh, whether it's a potential you know token, you know there and and people are going to so like when you look like a, a massive a, a big organization like Coinbase because they're they're basically you know complying with all that and they're taking a lot of heat. Hey, they're you know they're selling out and all that kind of stuff. They're, if you don't want to use Coinbase, there's other alternatives. So it's not like Hey, they're the only place to, you know to go. So I think there's plenty of of space in this for a lot of different people to to get involved. The excitement that's generated with it, but at the same time, every well, I, 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 well, and I think that's so. When having gone through all this shit the last three three um, three months, uh, we've ignored a lot of the uh, ICO language because it doesn't apply to it doesn't apply to us. We have no, we have nothing to do with that. So me and Will didn't really have to dive into studying about that and, con, you know. Uh, but I mean, just thinking out loud for a minute, that's a lot of the ICOs were trying to avoid the the regulation and uh, compliance and all that bullshit, and that's why they were accepting tokens instead of dollars to get started. You know, so the attack the last year. Six months has really been on ICOs for that reason, which goes back to the earlier part of the conversation. It's it's crypto to crypto that they're trying to figure out how to keep tabs on now, and yeah. they because fiat fiat to crypto and crypto to fiat uh, for the longest time you knew they were just going to go after the the bottlenecks. Okay, you could you could uh, you know the the banking is where they catch you, the wires, the money exchange. That's where. That's that's where they're they're hammering down. That's where the that's where the compliance is going to come down. That's where the the agencies are going to come down. But well, in the people crypto- are it, it, you know people are creating a token, a coin for everything now, right? I mean, they're just you know, well, and so, so there, there's associated risk with anything and everything that you do. So uh, if someone chooses to follow that line, where hey, you know, I'm going to do a tokenization of this. However, I am going to go through the regulations. I'm going to go through this because that's you know just you know I guess buyer beware. So you know if if you have funds that you're you know, you're investing or you're doing different things with, uh, you know, make sure that you understand that before you go. And I, I can't understand why we're still here, you know, reading about all these hacks. I guess there was one the other day where another account was, you know, millions of dollars were taken from another account. It's just like, okay, is this real? Is this inside jobs that are happening? How, how is this happening? You know, I mean, just craziness. Well, I don't, and that's another thing you don't, (laughs) the, uh, how do you know if it's an inside job or not? Right. And you want to, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt and you know this and that but i mean aren't they still trying to figure out where the mount gox coins went for fucking christ's sakes like we're i think they're finally just dis- yeah yeah yep yeah where did they go I, I don't know did they discover that finally i i think at one point i think weren't they in we, bix would know about that i think bix has been with are they rolling those coins back out they're doing something with it i i think i missed that period where they were going through it but yeah that's a great example um, you know, oh no, I know that wasn't the Mount Gox. The 
the other issue was was uh, confiscated uh, crypto and how they were uh, purposely releasing it at a certain time uh, to to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm to not even talking about manipulation. I'm bit. I'm just talking about the claim that a lot of these places have that oh we were hacked. Like according to you, you were hacked. Who <laughs> I know you didn't fucking. <laughs> I just, I don't know. You just didn't steal client funds. Like it's again, yeah. For we were hacked. Like a court. I mean, prove it. Uh, so it's dude. It it's it's a tough space. I mean, everyone saw the money that came in 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 twenty seventeen, and you know, and and it, it was a very exciting year, obviously. Um, but it, there are landmines, not only from a, a regulatory and you know the the state but from nefarious actors out there in the space who have nothing to do with government who are just there a lot of shockingly where there is capital there's going to be fraud too so you know it's buyer beware indeed make sure you know what the fuck you're doing make sure you know i've heard so many nightmare stories about people's shit just vanishing from an exchange uh, wallet uh, mm-hmm. and it's like dude i mean what are you what are you going to do how how well do you know the i mean Again, uh, I'm I'm paranoid by nature, so I, I I would advise others to do the same. And I don't again, I don't benefit from giving you that advice, but uh, acknowledge the the fact you the reason you own a lot of these asset classes isn't only on the the speculation uh, on the upside; it's it's to eliminate counterparty counterparty risk. So the counterparty risk—it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It, you know, could be at the bank, could be the exchange, could be whatever. You know, put like again, a lot of people own metal, so they could put it under their pillows. Well, guess what? You have you could do the same thing with cryptos. Um, so it's it, it's it's an exciting space, but with excitement becomes comes some accountability to the user to actually know what the fuck they're doing. And yeah, I'm. I'm excited about it for the like the space you know that I'm in you know and and doing uh, you know the startup that we just launched because uh, half our sales like at the beginning were uh, were crypto based uh, so it, it was pretty neat to uh, to see cryptocurrency you know coming in for a form of payment and, for- and, and, and did you guys uh, did you guys get a a payment a third party payment processor or you just list a public address well it actually it actually came from a um, uh, it, it actually came from Tokenly, so it was Tokenly Market, which is Adam uh, Levin's thing, not not the uh, not the performer, but uh, you know we interviewed Adam and I learned about Tokenly and his marketplace that he created, where you can create an online shop and then accept crypto and and go into wallets and everything. And it's, and it's a beautiful system. It, it's it's sleek. It works great. And so we we launched our e-commerce platform on on Tokenly first. Uh, wow. And, and, and by the time, and here's the neat thing, Gus, is that. Because it's CBD and it's 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 still federally illegal and, and all this stuff. Like going through the the banks and and getting a, a merchant account for this space, it's it was freaking ridiculous the amount of time that I spent on. So you had people that were ch- wanting to charge as much as like seven point nine five percent, thirty five cent per transactions, hold five percent of your funds, and not pay you for thirty days into your bank account. I mean, it just it was ridiculous. So I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should be giving just a permanent discount to people who pay with crypto because then we don't have to do with all that merchant, you know, visa debit bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you do you do there used to be no transaction fees. Now it's it's uh what is it, one percent for like a bit bit pay, uh, for example. Yeah, it varies. It varies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There 
the uh and what are you guys paying for credit cards like three percent roughly three and a half something i think we land at four four yeah four and a half yeah so yeah to your point the another issue and this this holds true for both both uh the the marijuana shit and and the crypto shit is you're dealing you have to deal with the 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 feds and you have to deal with the states so again isn't that kind of what's happening with a lot of the uh the Colorado shit, like they can't even get fucking bank accounts they, for a lot they, of these businesses. They were, yeah, they were unbankable for you know a long time, you know, as far as and and now you know, so yes, it was pretty much a cash industry, which is is ridiculous because you you would think as much as I hate the banks, I worry more about more worry more about the safety of the dispensary owners and stuff like that. I mean, who wants to be carrying you know, 150, 200 grand cash inside your your business, right? Nobody wants to be doing that type of business. well, and and. If if the rules, laws, and regulations are conflicting, which do you abide by? That's another area of of concern, regardless of of what business you're talking about. Uh, yeah. if, if the state of Colorado has one law and the feds have another, I mean, what, what's which? And again, there are conflicting laws. Which are you supposed to follow? I don't well, fucking know. Again, the, the and I think more there might be more marijuana uh, specialized lawyers now than than uh, crypto specialized there, there may be yeah there may be because it's it's grown by leaps and bounds but the unique thing is the very cool thing is that a lot of local banks and credit unions have really stepped up to the plate uh to start doing uh 420 420 friendly uh bank accounts merchant merchant accounts they're adapting quicker than your you know your bigger conglomerates your jp morgan chase your your um you know whatever other other else wells fargo your large bank so so the local banks and the credit unions are coming to the rescue in that space. And, and here's another thing, Gus, is like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I, I just thought of this was that, did you see where the Supreme Court uh, came out and ruled in favor of the states regarding uh, uh, online sales tax? So there for a long time, you know, merchants would state that if I do not have a, of a, a footprint, operating footprint, then my online sales tax, I shouldn't have to pay if I'm sending to a different state and everything else. And, and I believe the Supreme Court came out and said, regardless, if you don't operate within that state or whatever, if you do commerce, you have to pay sales tax. I'm like, how does that how does that make any sense? I mean, it's just anything and everything they can uh, to taxes is just ridiculous right now. Yeah, I'm surprised with that, too. Uh, I was actually surprised with the with the ruling. And I it, it's even more disturbing. That's been underly underly reported. Um, the that's a big fucking deal. Uh, it, it, not only for merchants, but for, for consumers. Uh, and, and yeah, the, you're right. It's usually the brick and mortar location in state was, was sales tax. Anything out was, was no sales tax. Uh, dude, again, man, it's, it, it, they want their pound of flesh. It's not fucking complicated. It doesn't matter. And so it, it doesn't matter which state I look at or the feds or whatever, everyone wants their pound of flesh. Um, so yeah, the, it, that's a big ruling. Um, and most, you wonder why the not only for convenience, businesses migrated to, to e-commerce, which is great. It's given an opportunity, like, you know, what you guys are doing, what we're doing to be for, for people to start their own companies, uh, and compete with, with bigger players out there. Uh, and some, you know, I think, do you think a lot of this has to do with Amazon It's focused around Amazon? Yeah, I imagine it does. I think that they're seeing uh, depleted state revenue, right? So, you know, I know like in the state that I live, it's crazy enough, but they're considering adding uh, tolls 
like to the interstate, you know, as, as if a, a road tax and a vehicle tax wasn't enough, now they need to add tolls. Um, so I guarantee you this has everything to do with the uh, decline of brick and mortar the last several years, Gus. That's a great point. Yeah, I, I mean, but then it, you're hurting you're hurting the online retailers, and you know, the, the you don't you don't get to see them like you do when you walk through a department store, but those they do employ people like they're so they have shippers, they have call, customer service reps, they have this, they have that. So it, it, it's like pick your poison. It just because just because the economy has significantly shifted to an online marketplace. Doesn't mean the online marketplace isn't employing shitloads of people. So I'm not sure if you can see it on your screen, guess, but I just I just brought it up, uh, the ruling. So Supreme Court widens uh, reach of sales tax for online retailers. Uh, the Supreme Court on Thursday moved to close that loophole ruling that internet retailers can be required to collect taxes, even in states where they have no physical presence. Um, the decision in South Dakota versus Wayfair Incorporated was a victory for brick and mortar businesses that have long complained that they are put at a disadvantage by having a, to charge sales taxes while many online competitors do not. Um, state and local, yeah. So it's gonna, it's going to be interesting. One, how how are they going to monitor this? How they, how are they going to follow this? So I guess our our online retailers now going to have to like monitor each state and and file state tax reporting in every state. That's going to I mean, I don't know. That's that's pretty stupid if you ask me. A lot of them are already doing it during the checkout process. Your tax, the sales tax is calculated at the time of shipping. So if you're if you go to your, like your your cart and you're you're checking out, you put in your billing address and then once you put in your shipping address, the sales tax is calculated. The issue with that, it's not an issue at all. It's you are creating a fucking nightmare for the merchant. Meaning so okay, so I've calculated all these different sales taxes. Uh, so do I have to mail checks now to all 50 states at the end of the year and fill out 50 forms? Like, so you're basically saying you have to speak to each individual state, uh, and deal with the, it, 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 dude, it's, it's a, sh I, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a shit show unless they have one universal umbrella that's going to cover it. All. No, that doesn't make any sense. Cause then it'd be a federal, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to execute it. They're going to create a new internet sales tax that they collect on the national level and then they disperse <laughs> That, <laughs> no, maybe, I don't know. I don't even start that because someone's going to take that. Like, yeah, I, 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 well, <laughs> like like most like like most you know bureaucratic bullshit. They 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 come up with this thing and then it takes them three years to build a healthcare website uh, for thirteen billion dollars or whatever. So I don't know how they're going to execute this. So the sales tax, the merchants are going to owe owe this each state sales tax. So did you just does that mean instead of the merchant having to deal with one state, they have to deal with all fifteen? I mean, I, dude. This is this is fucking hilarious about government. It's like, all right, dude. Thank, thank you for thank you for sucking up a just stealing two weeks of my life with bullshit administrative stuff. Uh, just just on a whim. It's like, okay, you know, it, it, dude. They're incredible. They're incredible. But again, nothing nothing shocks me anymore, dude. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Nothing nothing shocks me. It's just you know another another day in our make believe paradise, but <laughs> our, make -believe, <laughs> our, our make believe utopia. The other thing I want to ask you about that was taking uh, capturing uh, national attention and the, the battle for the narrative uh, was the um, the immigration and, and separating uh, kids uh, from, you know, hopefully their their parents, if not human smugglers and um, coyotes and traffickers. But I loved how Melania trolled, um, trolled everyone and she really triggered them by 
wearing the jacket that said, I really don't care. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> I, I, I saw the jacket, but I wasn't sure. I, I don't know what the fuck the woman wears. I mean, was was that in response to like the the uh, the, the media and shit attacking her? Did she say, I don't care to you? Like, or was I, it, I don't, was that a statement or was it just an outfit? I, I have no fucking idea. Uh, it, I know they're, I know they're treating her like fucking Attila the Hun because of it. Like they're attacking her like she's the most evil woman to ever live. But that's that's just par for the course. You know uh, this this really you know it captured you know national attention like all week, and I think it was obviously the media's attention just flipped the narrative. And I know a lot of our listeners like you know it's a distraction, and I'm right there with you. I completely agree. Um, I, I wasn't quite happy that uh, that they caved and said you know we're going to change things, and and primarily. Uh, for several different reasons. One is verifying that, you know, who are these adults with these kids? Um, are they truly? And, and, and as a, as a Latino with um, parents that came to this country legally and um, seeing that now uh, we're treating criminals differently because uh, again, I, I know open borders and all that kind of stuff. A lot of people are like, we shouldn't have borders and all that. I, I, I get that. But right now, right now we don't. But what I do have a problem with is that now you're saying that if you violate, you know, certain laws, that they're not going to take kids away from you. So that does that mean we should go ahead and to eliminate no, I'm gonna, child, I, child protective services? Who what it means is what it means is I'm going to borrow my I'm going to borrow my two nephews from my brother, and I'm going to go rob a bank with them, and then <laughs> they're going to just let me go because I have kids with me. Did we just uh, green light uh, kidnapping uh, of kids <laughs> in Mexico to try to get across the border? Did we just green light that? I, I, well, the, the, dude, listen. The this is the oldest libertarian uh, argument ever. Uh, should there Open be? Borders, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And my position has always been: you you can't let anyone in if you have a welfare state. It's just that simple. If you if you add a new fucking uh, amendment to the Bill of Rights and the and revise the Constitution and promise there'll never be an income tax, there will never be welfare, there will never be entitlements, then let them all, let everyone in. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but you can't steal my money by force every year. Already, I where my money goes, I can't control and I don't have a say in. And most of the people that get it tell me I should hate myself and my father every year. Uh, so as I'm hearing these people bitch as they're taking 50, 60% of my money, you can't, you cannot have a welfare state and a high income tax and open borders. It's one or the other. So eliminate taking people's money and let everyone in or stop letting people in and keep taking my money for now or until we get, you know, get on the same page about that. Um, but that, that's the disconnect between a lot of uh, libertarians or an anarchist that they the, internally that they find themselves debating. Well, I mean, well, but what do you do, Gus, if you create a, a Lieberland or you create some type of uh, free open society, you know, no borders. And then there's a group of people that do want government that do want to collect taxes that start evading and, and moving in and, and coming in in droves. Well, uh, that, how do those same people feel about it that way then reverse, that, reverse it i i too am am the son of immigrants dude uh but the the issue i my solution and i think it's universally objectively fair and it it, it i wish more republicans libertarians conservatives would go on and offer this as a rebuttal and say uh immigration should be merit based meaning that you you have to bring some if you want to come in you got to bring something to the party. It either has to be uh, capital uh, or a really sought after vocation 
uh, or uh, you're you 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 own a company there or something. Like that's how it is in Hong Kong. That's how it is in Switzerland. That's how it is in uh, Singapore. You can't come. You can't show up in Singapore and say, "Hey, I'm a basement dwelling liberal and a professional protester. Let me in." Good uh, that. No, yeah, they're gonna say, "All right, you you got to bring a quarter million to the country, or you have to start a company and hire two people with at least 100k, or you're oh, you're an engineer, come on in. You're a doctor, come on in. You're a mathematician, come on in." So I don't give a fuck about your religion. I don't give a fuck about your gender. I don't give a fuck about your race. Uh, bring something to the party. Or, you know, it's, it's just that simple. And they can't say bigot that way because I don't give a fuck if uh, you're, a, you're a Muslim uh, Kenyan tranny. If you're an engineer, come on in. Like, if you're, if you're bringing a half million dollars with you, come on in. Like, so if you make it merit-based, and the reason why is because the likelihood of those people diving into the welfare state is minimal. You're, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to have someone uh, with that owns a company and you know hires four people coming in and getting food stamps. It's just that fucking simple. Like uh, and and again, they they want to make it about uh, you know everyone's a Nazi and all that bullshit, but really it's just, it's just about the balance sheet. It's about taxes and the balance sheet and entitlements. The the Republicans don't want uh, more people coming. It's about votes too. I mean, that's, that's the primary thing. The Democrats are trying to change the voting demographic there. They don't, you know, what was a glaring thing for me, dude, the Obama started rejecting Cubans trying to sneak in, Mm. uh, towards the end of his presidency. Uh, like, so Cubans were trying to come in and Obama. And what do you notice about Florida? Florida votes Republican Cubans, Cubans, and see, this is the the Democrats, the clever trick they they little try playing on people. Oh, it's about it's about bigotry. It's about racism. It's about this. No, 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 no. You know what it's about? It's about ideology. Cubans hate communism. (laughs) Yeah, when they lived it, they knew it's I if you ask me if you if you want me to throw out objectivity and logic, I would say. The U.S. needs more Venezuelans and more Cubans <laughs> because they've got a taste of socialist bullshit and they're going to vote our direction. So if you really want to play the voting game, you know, my if I want to play a Democrat game, I, I would love to get on with Matt and be like, oh, my only prerequisite, I don't give a shit where they're coming from, or what they look like or what they do, as long as they vote Republican, let them in. Like as long as if they've suffered in a if they've suffered in a communist shithole for five years or ten years or twenty years, let them in because they know how fucking they know what a con artist bitch you are. Uh, that'd be my only prerequisite. Uh, but uh, that'd be me playing the democratic game. Like me, uh, that's that's all they're trying to do. They're they're they want to flood people in with, uh, with a majority that they know are going to vote for them. Just yeah. that yeah. ideology. So here's here's my take on why Melania wore that specifically that jacket. And of course, like stupidity instead of just admitting certain things. And 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 I think that's where I mean I'm so happy that that things are are changing in the right direction and everything. But I'm, what I'm not happy about is the attempt of a alternative candidate who gets elected and now trying to becoming a politician while in office. And and I think Melania is kind of like you and I, Gus. I think that she's like you know what. I'm a foreign citizen. I, you know, these kids that are coming here, I, I really don't give a rat's ass. And because the, there's so much media pressure and everything else, and I'm being forced now 
to go to leave Baron and leave the family and go to Texas and have this little roundtable discussion. I'm going to wear this freaking fucking jacket and no one's going to say anything. I'm going to wear it anyway. And so I think this was kind of like her protest of, you know what? I'm not happy playing politician. I'll do it because I guess I get that. But you know what? I really don't care. So, so good for her. I'm glad she did this. I truly am. That's she my might, take. Dude, she might be just fucking trolling them. I, I don't know. I mean, and good, good on her if she is. You know, because I had I had a cousin that came to the States and, you know, she came legally and she was here and, you know, tried, you know, getting a visa and extending and everything out. And she didn't. Did, did she like stay here legally or anything? No, she did the right thing and went back for her to, you know, back to family in Mexico and, you know, waited for her six months. And and, and I have several other family members in, in Mexico that are are working hard there trying to make a difference. You know, they're not at the border. They're not trying to sneak across and no. get across illegally or, or, or my, uh, my okay. mom's my mom's side of the family. So my mom has nine siblings uh, and the old man died. Uh, my, my grandfather, who I never met, he was, died before I was born. Uh, he died and they were all ages four to like uh, 20 or something. Um, so there were nine fucking siblings. And so they were living in such a state of poverty in Greece. This is Greece in the 70s when the when the old man died, my grandfather, that they they couldn't all exodus. Uh, the the siblings slowly started leaving, but they were and they they migrated. Uh, two of them are still there, but they the majority of them went to Australia. Three of them three of them ended up in the U.S. Uh, so I think there's like four in Australia, two or three in Greece, and three in the U.S. Anyway. Yeah, it, the, the whole family couldn't just show up in Australia, you know, and the whole family, all three siblings didn't just show up in the U.S. My uncle got here first. My mom came like three years later. Uh, then my, my final uncle got here like fucking five years after that. So it wasn't. Uh, yeah, they had to go through the process. Uh, would they have loved uh, to just, you know, jump in a fucking boat and sneak in? Sure. But like people follow fucking rules. Like I don't want to get booted like a. I guess I'll fill out this paperwork. Uh, so yeah, it's dude. It's it, 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 the, these people have just run out of reasons, things to bitch about. It's like this, we've always had immigration policy. They've never. My family experienced it. Many others have too. It's like get the fuck out of here. Like I don't want to. The, the fact that they think that you could just hoard people in and give them driver's licenses in the next week. It's like dude, this, it has nothing to do, to do with empathy or sympathy, and has everything to do with power. Uh, they're they're trying to change the fucking demographic. It's just that fucking simple. Yeah, you nailed it. You, you're exactly right. And um, you know, I completely agree the same way. You know, not only that, uh, I think that the controllers understand that. I mean, look how much we're taxed and overtaxed as a society, and look how much we st still overspend. Right. So if if people don't understand that, not only to, I think the voting part of it is definitely one part of it, but I think on the larger scale. <clears throat> that I think that they're looking at it on, on a on a taxation basis. That the more people that they can bring in, that they're hoping to increase the tax revenue uh, to the federal government, <clears throat> uh, because that's all they can think of is is how do we bring in more tax dollars to try to prop up the system. Uh, well, that that's possible too. What what makes me what makes me very skeptical of all these policies or or the whole leftist push the last ten years. Uh, especially actually it's been ramped up significantly the last five years uh, towards immigration is that the leftists are all on the same page and they're uh, on both sides of the Atlantic. Uh, it, it, the EU and the US 
have have went for some reason. This was never talked about ten years ago, like twenty years ago. Uh, but for some reason, like five years ago or so, uh, there the U- U.S. and fucking EU decided to start flooding in fucking migrants. Uh, I, I don't know when. I, I don't know why. I don't know how it started. I don't know when people started noticing it. Uh, but it seems like we never. This conversation didn't come up ten years ago. Um, so there, it seems like there's been a, a consol- that we often joke about when you hear like a liberal talking point, like from 13 different sources in an hour, and they're all saying the same two or three sentences. It's like so scripted. And it's almost like the liberals have like this conference call that they have, uh, you know, it's, it's fucking weird. It's very weird. Um, and yes, it doesn't matter if it's people from poor countries will go to rich countries in droves uh, if you allow it. And, you know, yeah, a certain amount could be handled. But again, man, if you have an income tax, if you have entitlements, if you have all these things in place, eventually the balance sheet's going to get out of whack. Uh, it, 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 it's just, there's no way around it. It's, it's accounting. It's not, a, it's not me being mean. It's just like if people come here and start, you know, fucking uh with they can't find a job or they don't have any capital they were i mean how used to the, the the hospital stuff to treat them i mean it's not good economically there's no way to fucking spin it right no exactly exactly gus what else is on your radar man dude uh, the fucking business politics sobriety feel feel fucking great <laughs> they, they 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 won't they won't get me down no the uh the the i think i think trump did a had a speech in Minnesota a couple of days ago where, where it was excellent. He summarized it all. This whole immigration thing, uh, all of it is a distraction. Uh, he, the, the economy's churning. North Korea was a home run. Uh, there's been a series of, you know, really good things happening. So, uh, oh, the, uh, the Russia thing is completely a fraud, like 100% guaranteed a bias shit show fraud. So mm-hmm. everything's been, uh, Bottom line is he, he's he crushed it for like a month straight, two weeks straight. They couldn't bear to have the people get it, you know, f- fucking see it. So they shifted to let's take fake pictures of babies in cages or whatever. It's like, all right, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's another. Fucking Wasn't that scam. disgusting? Wasn't that disgusting to you know to to take those fake pictures and and well, a couple of them were like from a protest and shit. Yeah, even even <laughs> the time the time cover too. That the, the the little kid on the time cover. Uh, isn't isn't wasn't he ever, ever taken from his parents either? <laughs> dude, they're they're they they really are just fucking fake news, dude. It's Here's, all they're they're it's like all a con, like they're fake news. Like it's a lot of like when you're when like the biggest magazines in the country are like cut and pasting shit and like fucking. It just it's 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 almost hilarious. It's the level of uh the level of Orwellian. Like they they really or I mean Orwell's brilliance, but Plato. Plato's cave also being brilliant. It, it, the level of propaganda, their ability to try to objectify their their fictional reality that they want to sell to the herd is incredible. Like there, there is nothing, there is no thing they won't do to try to get the mat. They, they're trying to recreate reality, and they will lie to do it, and they will mislead, and they will. It's incredible. Like they're the. I, I don't know how people work there. No, like the time, like you just brought up the cover. How do you, how do you work at that company? And be like, yeah, we're going to put this fake picture up there and we're, we're going to 
fucking like what, what's going through your head at that point? Like we're gonna we're just lying. Fuck it. Like I mean, it's and the the, the famous picture that circulated about that little girl bit behind a cage and it ended up it was like a Trump. Like it, it's it's a they're they're lying. They're conning like the, the public and the maybe that's the the problem. Like the freedom, the the fine line between. The press does have incredible power, dude, and it's it's incredible that they would they would use it openly. Again, if you're an employee there or you're an owner there, you're like, what's going through your head? Like, we're just openly going to lie about this. Fuck it. Like, it's incredible. Yeah, and I think specifically that they know in part the uh, lack of understanding of a lot of the things that that you know we discuss. A lot of other great news outlets discuss the alt news, uh, but I think that they also they they take full advantage of the lack of. Uh, the uh, emotional intelligence of a lot of people because everything that's so sensationalized and those are two things like when you talk about uh, race and you talk about um, you know kids you know some of the emotional things that's where they succeed and they do it time after time again uh, is is the 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 lack of emotional intelligence of of a good chunk of society so when you talk about oh they're taking away kids from their parents and everything people get very emotional a lot of emotional energy with that Gus. And so they continue to do those things that they know that doesn't require a lot of thought. Um, it's just, it's just there. It's on the, uh, the oldest part of the brain development, uh, through, through human growth is the, uh, emotional side of the brain. I can't remember what portion of the brain that, that, that is, that's what is survival. That is what's instincts. And, um, it, it, um, it's just something people don't think a lot about. So that's why it resonates with so many people. And they're like, Oh yeah, this is wrong. And, it just, it just, you know, unfortunately, a good chunk of society is so conditioned. There, well, they've, I think they've, but they've, I mean, they've run out of arguments. It's the, are, are, are dangling kids the last, the final attempt? Like, and they even tried commingling this with, uh, you know, fucking the Holocaust and Japanese uh, World War II. Nazis, like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, and I, the good news, I think the public's kind of, wise to that now like there you could only be called a, a a nazi or hitler or a racist or a bigot or a second you can only hear that so many times before you're just like i'm just i'm tuning it out now i'm, I'm done even defending myself like fuck off um so you could uh, i think and i think that's why trump won i think they killed it already but the 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 kids might be the last ditch effort like this the, the children the children look at the children the children like, and, but I did see a poll today, or the headline of a poll at least, where more people, the poll, do they blame uh, the government and Trump, or do they blame the parents, and they blame the parents? Bingo. Uh, which, that's who I would, that's who I blame too. I mean, it's, if, uh, <laughs> if I'm trying to do something that I'm not supposed to be doing, and I drag my kids into it, then, I mean, is it, <laughs> is it the government's fault, or is it my fault? And I, I, use, I use the bank robbing examples hyperbole, but it's like, it's the same principle. Like, are they trying to weaponize their children? I mean, it's it's what the fuck are they thinking? Like, I'm just going to show up without. I, I don't know if I can get in, but if I have kids, I know you have to green light it. Like, it's like, all right, well, at that point, you're using your children. How good how good of a person are you? Uh, well, fuck them. It's again not uh, not. I, I I don't get worked. Everything. I got too many other things in the on the plate to to worry about the media's propaganda. It's. It's there. Even when this blows over, which it will soon, they're gonna find something else. They're gonna yep, find something. Yeah, they'll find something else. 
It'll be it'll yeah. be summer by then. They'll be worrying about uh, something else. Some other. It'll be fictional. Thing. It'll be fictional as fuck. But they'll find something. I mean, that's why I say like I, I, I finally I re- I wish I reach my wit wit sign with them, and I'm like fuck them, just fuck them. Like I have, I have other th- like because it's it. It's always something like uh, the the kid's story will go away, and then next week it'll uh, the, uh, they're done with Putin now. So maybe they say uh, we made a mistake. Kim Jong Un swung the election. It was uh, North Korea really runs. Who the fuck knows what they're gonna say? It's it's a new like just it, it's it's uh, fucking just feed for the sheep, and it just. I, I, but I'm convinced that as much as they say we're stuck in our own uh, echo chamber. You could really spot someone who lives and dies by MSNBC and CNN pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Per, they, they they reveal their level of uh, brainwashed sheep pretty quickly, uh, and I, I I just choose not to be around those people because they're they're unbearable. And yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly right. Yeah, you nailed it. And and I'm so glad you said that because it reminds me so much of the fact that you know what, um, you know U.S. politics right now is a complete circus, right? So so right now through this time period. Uh, stay involved, stay engaged with people who are out there uh, finding solutions, making solutions, help, helping people's lives be better. You know, people like, you know, Rogue Money, people like yourself uh, with Perpetual Assets, making a difference uh, to help people because that's at the end of the day, that's what truly matters. And it's also a great closing for you to plug your website and everything, Gus. <laughs> 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 very, very kind of you. Very kind. Absolutely. Yeah. Per, perpetualassets.com. You could Google, or I'm sorry, search engine it, uh, perpetual assets, or just put, put perpetual assets into your, your URL. Uh, and yes, I, I couldn't agree more. Do not, uh, there's a fine balance in a perfect world. I would just go and listen to these people for uh, minor amusement, but my personality doesn't allow me to do that. It actually, every time I gravitate to them, I get really angry and upset. Uh, I get like irate as fuck just hearing them or, or reading something they write uh, that's total bullshit. Uh, but you're 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 much better served being productive because there are tons of tons of people out there trying to be productive. So uh, yes, view the view CNN and MSNBC and the and New York Times. You view it as amusement, but uh, don't let it bother you as much as it bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all that negative energy, we can't be one with the universe, Gus. Dude, okay? that's what we I'm trying to tell you. I, just, I, 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 go, I go around so pissed all day because I'll, I'll see like one wrong headline. I'll be like, these motherfuckers are at it again. And I'll do <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like kicking over rocks in the street for no fucking reason. Uh, bad, bad, bad energy, bro. Bad energy. All right. Gus, thank you for a great show today for our fans and listeners. Uh, please make sure to like, share, subscribe. And we will be back uh, next Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with another cuss with Gus. Gus, thanks a lot. My pleasure, brother. Pleasure as always.